You've just entered the baddest biker bar in the investment world. This is The Danger Zone. Yes, welcome to The Danger Zone on Money Life. It's where we get the latest take from the experts at New Constructs, where they evaluate securities on a scale of most attractive to most dangerous. They do it by bringing together discounted cash flow analysis and forensic accounting. They dig in at the footnotes level and work their way up. And frequently they find that the top-down picture is a little bit off. If it's misleading and working in your favor, that would make something attractive. But if it's working against you, well, that makes something dangerous. If you want to learn more about how it works, go to newconstructs.com. David Trainer is founder and president at New Constructs. David, it's great to have you back on Money Life. It is great to be back, Chuck. Thank you. Who's in the danger zone this week? Peloton. Danger, danger. Peloton. It's ticker symbol P-T-O-N. And they're back in the danger zone. So how has Peloton ridden back into the spotlight here for you? This is one of those that we think is potentially headed to zero pretty soon. I mean, the business remains completely unsustainable. Expenses more than 100% than revenues despite layoffs. And we just felt like this is one that could be hitting hitting the zero button or the bankruptcy button pretty soon. And, and we felt like this was worth bringing back to everybody. This is a stock that has been beaten down already. This is a stock that you've had on your short list for a long time, and it has not just been a good short. It's been a great short for you. It's seriously outperformed the market as a short, and it's been on the zombie stock list. So a zombie stock is basically the walking dead. We would expect it to go to zero. So what is the final push here? You know, what's the cause of death? What's the catalyst? Yeah, cause of death, exactly. I mean, I think investors just get tired of of continuing to fund the losses. I mean, they've burned four billion in cash since 2019, which is about 99% of their enterprise value. So it's like at some point in time, people got to get tired of just burning cash. They've changed the way they track growth and fitness subscriptions to remove pause subscriptions. So you don't see the decline as bad, but everything that kind of is keeping this sort of zombie alive or head above water, is kind of going away. Like there's no growth story. There's no differentiation. There's no people trapped in their houses during COVID. Like all the legs have sort of been pulled out from under the table. You've got a business that's burning cash like crazy. They've tried layoffs, still doesn't work. The competition is profitable. And yet the valuation remains utterly and completely disconnected from, from reality, even at $4. The economic book value of this stock, Chuck, the sort of the, the no growth value of the business is negative 23 a share. Even to justify a dollar a share, they've got to have drastic improvements in margins and grow revenue at consensus for the next three years and then 15% a year after that. It's like, what? <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's absurd. So I, I think they're hoping for someone maybe to buy them, stupid money risk. That's the only thing that, that I can even begin to make a straight-faced argument for this stock staying above zero. You know, you mentioned that the competition is profitable when it comes to Peloton, but some of the competition is not really in the same business. I mean, you know, Planet Fitness is considered competition, but Planet Fitness, I got to go to the gym as opposed to doing it myself. Now, I do understand the idea of having fitness equipment, not a Peloton, in my house and that sometimes it is just a really expensive way to have a coat rack. I get that. But 
in terms of the business itself, is there a baseline where, you know, for somebody who wants to do this, it's not that Peloton is unique. You can go get an exercise bike. It doesn't have to be a Peloton, but is there stupid money risk? Is there some value here to the franchise and the brand name, or is this going to be a forgotten brand in the not too distant future? It's hard for me to say. I mean, that's a subjective perspective. I would imagine it's more likely to be a forgotten brand. And you're right about the competitors. There's really not a lot of like one-to-one or exact equal competitors. Uh, The one that we will point out is Bowflex, which was Nautilus. And that's on its way to being a penny stock. That's at 53 cents a share, down from an all-time high of 31 bucks a share in February of 2021. It's not profitable either. These sort of standalone exercise equipment companies, it's just too commoditized a business. I mean, I remember early on walking into Costco, early on in the Peloton era, and not too long after our first Danger Zone report, and walking into Costco and seeing their version of a Peloton. It was the same thing, you know, exercise bike with a screen. And I remember being on Amazon and seeing other versions of that, and I thought, oh my gosh, this is the end. Right. You're not going to get a premium price paid for something you can get from someplace else. It's not that different. And then, you know, the gym I go to, they've got other things that are like that. They've got the um, espresso bike, you know, where it's not, it's the same thing, same thing. (laughs) And it's great and it's free at the Y. (laughs) You know, who knows? And I think another thing too, Chuck, to be candid with you is like, I had a gym nearby me close my office. And so I started going to one near my, house and for a long time I kind of resisted like dang it you know so inconvenient and the other morning I was going I'm like you know what I'm kind of more likely because I do some workouts in my house and some workouts at the gym it's like I almost kind of like going to the gym a little bit better I'm in there with a bunch of people we say hello we're like lifting weights together and and you know making things happen it's it's like there's more of an energy it's kind of nice so there's so many things about the Peloton business model that I think are are in trouble and the valuation implies that they're going to like have some dramatic improvement in profitability and grow revenues at the same time by 24% compounded annually for the next nine years. Few companies in the history of the world have ever done that. And Peloton's got to do that and improve its margins up to 3%. And currently they're at negative 21. So you tell me. <laughs> yeah. So what we're saying is, you could make a case that Peloton would really have to improve to take a 75% haircut, be worth closer to a dollar. And even then you don't believe it. You think this stock is worthless. That's right. And that's all you need to know. It's why Peloton ticker symbol P T O N is back in the danger zone. If you want to see why, well, you can ride after the trouble by taking a look at the reports that they've got at newconstructs.com. On Twitter, they're at New Constructs. And David Trainer, their president and founder, he's on Twitter too. He is at the Real D Train 37. David Trainer, always great to chat with you. Thanks for coming on to Money Life. My pleasure, Chuck. Good to be with you. And we are heading for home on today's show. Up next. We've got Brad McMillan from Commonwealth Financial Network. It's the big interview. Stick around for that. Oh, wow. This is actually pretty dangerous. 